0: This audio recording is produced by Food Addicts in Recovery Anonymous, also known as F.A. F.A. is a program based on the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. It is free and open to anyone who wants to stop eating addictively. The following is one F.A. member's story of recovery. The opinions expressed here are those of the individual member and do not represent F.A. as a whole. If you are new or uncertain about F.A., we encourage you to listen to several stories to gain an understanding of what the program offers. For information on the F.A. program, please visit our website, foodaddicts.org. Hello, welcome to this virtual qualification recording of Food Addicts and Recovery Anonymous F.A. I'm a food addict from uh, California, and I will share my story of recovery from food addiction. Okay, I'm really grateful to be here today. I'm going to share what it was like uh, before I came into program, during, and what it's like now. So... Um, I came into FA when I was 27 years old. That was in 2009, January, because January was always the month to start a diet. So, um, I came in January of 2009. My top weight was 307 pounds. Um, and I didn't think I weighed that much, so I've gone up and down in program and, um, And I've been abstinent now for almost seven years. So I haven't done this program perfectly. And I'll go into that um, later on. So I really believe I was born a food addict. I didn't know that's what it was called. I just knew that food called to me in a way that other things did not. Um, I come from a family of addicts, uh, alcoholics, drug addicts, um, and that never Alcohol and drugs never got me, but food did. And food is a very big part of my culture. I am African-American. And the way that my family showed love was through food. So my grandma would make, you know, a certain food item and that equaled love. And um, so I ate a lot of food. But on the flip side of that, I had a lot of food insecurity growing up. We grew up on food stamps and you know we were poor so you know lights would be shut off um we would have to go to the food banks to get food and i really believe once i was old enough to work and get my own food that's when it really kicked in cuz i was in control of what i put in my body and i was making up for times where i didn't have the stuff that my friends had so i'm just going to buy you know all the things and it just kind of went from there so um my food addiction hit really early. I want to say I never was in a normal sized body it it you know I was always big, and I have a lot of you know memories of being the biggest person in my class um another big part of my disease is not feeling like I belong so from um I remember when my family we we located from um Oakland up to a rural city and going from being with my family every day to not being with my family. And then also seeing people who look like me going from seeing black people every day to not seeing anyone who looked like me. I knew right away that I was different. Um, my hair was different. Skin was, everything was different. And the way that I coped with that was eating. So I ate a lot of food and, um, I was very insecure I just never felt like I belonged I didn't think I was pretty enough I didn't think my hair was straight enough I didn't think I was light enough like all the things and um so I just ate with abandon because it made me feel better even though it made me feel better but it made me feel worse especially as I got older I was the fat friend and trying to you know dress it up and look cute I just it just it just was horrible (laughs) it was horrible um I never felt good in my skin for it recently. I, I finally started feeling good about myself. So I tried all the diets. I'm not going to go into them too much, but you know, I, I watched the TV shows. I bought the magazines. I bought the boxes and the bags of things and it never worked because I didn't realize what I was putting into my body was, was setting up the uncontrollable craving and I wanted flour and sugar, sugar, especially sugar did it for me. Um, I even got a trainer at the gym, um, but I would go to the gym and then I would eat afterwards because I earned it, right? So I worked hard in the gym and I'm going to go earn it. And, you know, it just defeated the purpose. Um, So I would eat so much food and I would do fast food and, you know, and um, I found out about F.A. through a fellow. I didn't know her at the time. I just remember her seeing, I remember seeing her, And she was bigger than I was. So if someone was bigger than me, then I'm fine. Like, I'm not the biggest person in the room. I'm good to go. But then um, like six months later, she had lost like 100 pounds. And I was like, oh, what did you do? Like, that got my attention. Because at this time, I was over 300 pounds and everything hurt. You know, I had high blood pressure, pre-diabetic. And mind you, I was in my 20s. So I, I was in my twenties on high blood pressure medication and heart disease runs in my family. So I know for a fact that if I didn't get into recovery from food addiction, I'd be dead very quickly. So um, so she lost like a hundred pounds in six months, and that got my attention. And she I asked her, I was like, What did you do? Like, what are you doing? And she gave me a pamphlet about FA and I heard about FA before, but once I heard no flour, no sugar, literally my brain shut off. I was like, Nope, that's not for me. That's great for you, but not for me. And um, so I got a brochure and I believe I heard this little voice say, you know, we should go check that out. And I really believe that was my higher power telling me like, let's go check this out. So I went to my first meeting and I was so freaked out because Again, no one looked like me. Everyone was thin and I was not. I didn't realize that a lot of these folks probably lost all their weight already. And one thing I remember from my first meeting was this man has said he lost 200 pounds and that got my attention. I was like, there's something here. Like it didn't occur to me that this was a 12-step program, that we were gonna work the steps. I just heard people lost weight and that's why I continued to come back. So I got a sponsor. I really didn't know what that entailed. When she gave me the food plan, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. (laughs) This can't be it. Um, But I did what she suggested for that first month. And I lost 12 pounds. And I was like, oh, my God, this is working. You know, what's really. And then I was like, this is a great idea. I'm going to customize FA to what I think it should be. And then it's going to be fine. I suggest you not do that. So I did that for the next, you know, year or so, and I just wasn't getting happier. Like people around me were getting happier, but I was not. So eventually I got honest with my sponsor and I told her, Hey, I've actually been doing these things that are not suggested. And, you know, she ended up dropping me because I was lying to her. A part of me, a part of my disease is lying. It it comes natural to me. So... I got a different sponsor. She really helped me to work the program and um, I lost all of the weight. I got down to 123 pounds, which is way too small for me. Um, I'd end up, you know, a lot of health things happened and um, it just wasn't a good size for me. So um, I lost the weight. I, I was dating someone at the time. Um, we're now married and really the main reason I came into FA was to lose my weight, get married and leave. Like that was the, how I wanted things to happen. And it didn't happen that way. So I lost my weight and I felt like an alien took over my body because going from 300 pounds down to, you know, 120 something, my brain did not catch up with my body. And then folks were, you know, really Uh, vocal about my appearance and I it's like I want to be in the background I don't want people to make comments no one said anything when I was fat no one cared when I was fat but when I lost the weight people were concerned (laughs) about you know oh are you too thin are you okay and it's like I'm fine thank you um it was just interesting to see how other people treated me after I lost the weight and um And I I really feel for folks who are overweight and feel like they are invisible because I was invisible until I wasn't. So luckily I have people in program who have been through it before and were able to guide me through when people would give me a compliment to say thank you. Cause before it was like, it just was, I never really got compliments before. It was like, you're cute, but, you know, it was like, you're cute, but you're fat. (laughs) Um, And I don't get that anymore. Um, so I lost the weight, I got married and I lived life, like life just kept happening. Cause I realized now I thought that once I lost my weight, the red carpet would roll out. People would just be like, you're just the greatest person ever. And everything would go my way. And you know what? Life happened. You know, I got married, marriage is hard. Um, and Um, My mother got sick and she ended up passing away literally two years after I got married and losing my mother was one of the hardest things I'd ever been through. I was with her when she transitioned. I'm so grateful that I was, but I had nightmares for weeks after she passed away. And I remember after she passed, I had my food with me and I didn't want to eat. And that is not, my norm. I can eat through anything. But after my mother passed away, I couldn't, I couldn't stomach it. But my husband sat there with me and he's like, we'll get through it together. We'll do it. We'll, you know, just sit there and we'll eat it, you know, together. So my sponsor at the time really helped me get through losing my mother. She said, go through it and not around it. I wanted to go around it. I don't want any feelings. I, you know, coming into recovery, Oh, being vulnerable with people is not on the list of things I wanted to do, um, but I had to really open myself up if I really was going to get through these hard things without eating. So um, my my sponsor at the time, she said, you know, you have this wall that's I've built around me and it protected me for a very long time. But I realized if I was going to continue to be in recovery, I'd have to put that wall down. And it's hard to put that wall down because once the wall comes down, you see me for who I am. I'm really good at putting out in the world what I want people to see. But in recovery, you really get to see me for who I am. So I went through losing my mother. And then a year later, I lost my grandmother, which was really hard, which was my mom's mom. And then um, we have fires out here in California. Um, my whole neighborhood went down. Luckily, my neighborhood did not go, you know, I still was, have I still have my home, but I went through that and that was traumatic. And I remember getting up to pack to leave. And the first thing was like, I'm not leaving this house without my food. There's no way I'm leaving this house without my breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So... We, you know, packed everything up and then we've luckily did not lose our home. And, you know, like I said, life just keeps happening. So so what is life is like now? Life is amazing. I'm going to say that now. It's amazing. Um, I've been through so much in my 40 years of living um, that I'm just amazed that I'm still here in program and I'm still abstinent. So what life is like now is like, I love who I am as a person. I never thought that would ever happen. Um, I love my body physically as it is, because one thing I did not realize is going from 300 pounds to 160 pounds, you're going to have skin. It's just, it is what it is. And um, when I was younger, people said, oh, your skin will snap back. Skin did not snap back. It did not snap back, (laughs) but I'm learning to love every lump and bump. And it reminds me of where I've come from. It reminds me that I can go back to food addiction at any time. Just because it's arrested now doesn't mean it ain't coming back. So I've learned to love myself. I've learned to ask for help. I'm very independent. I come from a a line of independent women. It's like you do what you need to do. You get it done. No one's gonna take care of you, but you. And coming into recovery has really showed me that I need to ask for help and that it's okay to ask for help. It doesn't mean that I'm weak. It just means that I need a little help. So um, I've learned to ask for help. I've learned to zip my lip. I've learned to not just go running off at the mouth. I've learned to just sit. And that's hard because I'm a goer. Go, go, go. That I like to go. And being able to, to sit with myself is a miracle. I get to sit with myself in my higher power. Um, I will say when I came into FA hearing about God, I was like, oh no, they're gonna make me join some religious group, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> and luckily, I get to find my own interpretation of a higher power. So my higher power, I feel it in me all day. I feel it when I'm in nature, most most definitely. And I feel my mom's spirit with me too at all times. So coming into recovery has really helped me to, to get a better relationship with my higher power. Working the steps in a 12-step study group has helped me um, get closer to my higher power Um When I came into program, I didn't want to work no steps. I just wanted to lose the weight. That's it. I was fine. I am just fine the way that I am. I'm not the problem. You're the problem. Like that's, that was my attitude when I came in. And after working the 12 steps a couple of times, I realized like I'm part of the problem. Like I, I definitely am part of the problem. And another part of my recovery is getting into therapy so I'm in therapy for myself. And I'm also in therapy with my husband in, in couples therapy. And I will say that has helped save our marriage because I can be very mean. And I didn't realize how mean I was until we got into therapy. And he was afraid of me. Like I'm only 5'3". My husband's like 6'2". You know, he's afraid of me. Not anymore, thank God. Um, but I really had to learn to not be so harsh and that's you know not my default so there's been a lot of healing that has happened for me in in fa um a lot of spiritual experiences you know i um like i said i've learned to love myself i have also learned to speak up for myself and and ask questions i've learned to ask questions and ask clarifying questions if I don't understand things. Um, Recently, I have switched careers. I was in the financial industry and banking for 16 years. And I knew when 2020 hit, 2020 was a pivotal year for me. Like a lot has happened, you know, Um, COVID hit the Black Lives Matter movement hit, like a lot shifted for me. And at that time I realized I'm not happy in my job. I was in sales, I hated it. And I finally realized like, it's time for me to make a change. It took me three years to do it, but it happened. And how it happened was I was talking to a fellow, I was telling him like, I'm afraid to ask for help from these people that I know that work for this organization that I wanna work for. I'm afraid to ask them for help because I'm afraid they'll tell me no. And he said, you know, ask him anyway. Ask anyway. So I did ask and lo and behold, they wanted to help me. Who knew they wanted to help me? So um, I asked for help and I started my new job literally this past week. And I'm going to continue to ask for help because it's a completely different industry and I don't know what I'm doing. And that's Okay. You know, I'm not there to be the best. I'm just there to do the best I can. So, um, so that's definitely a life changer, you know. Also, um, I talked earlier about the skin that I have on my body. And I remember years ago, a sponsor that I had talked to, I was telling her I didn't like the skin on my arms. And she was like, well, you're on your knees praying at night you know, do some pushups while you're down there. I said, Oh, okay, whatever. Like that's going to help. Um, and you know what, that kicked me off into trying physical activity being 300 pounds. I did not want any physical activity. Just walking was enough for me. Like it hurt. Everything hurt. I couldn't breathe. And, um, so I started doing Zumba and I really enjoyed it. It was great. I met my trainer. So I do weight training now and my body, it's just, it's strong. I enjoy lifting weights. I can deadlift. I can push, pull, do all the things. And one thing that my trainer has taught me when I feel like I can't do something, she says, I can do hard things. And that's one thing that being an FA has taught me. I can do hard things. When someone told me that I'm not going to eat no flour, no sugar, I'm going to weigh and measure my meals. I was like, you got to be kidding me, but I can do hard things. And I I feel like life is a hard thing. Every day, everything's different. And I just get to show up the best way that I know how. Um, my tools really help me do that. I start in the morning on my knees. I ask my higher power to bless me with an abstinent day. I ask God to help me to be a, a nice person to myself and to the people around me, my husband, especially. I read the 24 hour day book. I do my quiet time. Quiet time was not my favorite because I have to sit with myself. I don't want to do that. I'd rather go around and do other things. So um, I've learned to sit quietly for 30 minutes and some days are easier than others. Um, I weigh and measure my meals. I talk to my sponsees. I talk to my sponsor. I make my phone calls during the day. I make sure that I talk about what's really going on and not about the, you know, things that don't really matter. Um, I've got a group of people that have really gotten to know me and they can call me on my stuff, which I'm grateful for. Um, I read the big book at night. I get on my knees and then I go to bed. And it's like that every day. And I get to live life in between the tools, you know, and I'm grateful for that. Um, I remember reading the big book, the first time I was like, what does this have to do with me losing weight? I'm not an alcoholic. It doesn't matter. But I realized like if I substitute alcohol with food, it's me, it's me. And alcoholism actually runs in my family. So I know for a fact that it's in me. So I really can say life is good today. Um, It may not turn out the way that I thought it was. I had a plan. When I came into F.A., this is how things were going to go. And my higher power was like, you know what? We're not going to do that. We're going to go in a different direction. And um, I can honestly say if I left, the promises would have not happened for me. Um, you know, I, I, me and my husband wanted to have children. It just didn't work out that way. We have some fertility issues. Um, but I get to volunteer as a big sister through the big sisters, big brothers program in my area. And I have a little sister. She just turned 13. And I can honestly say that if I was not in recovery, I would not give that girl any time. I I wouldn't give her any time because I'm selfish. And, and she's a teenager (laughs) and teenagers are interesting. So I'm grateful that I get to spend time with her and give back to my community, which means so much to me. Um, and I just get to live life in the way that I, that I really want to live it. I get to be in this world, um, and get to show up as my authentic self. I didn't know who I was until I got into recovery and really kind of looked at me as a person. I get to be who I want to be today and not what other people want me to be. I get to show up authentically in all parts of my life even at work i get to show up as myself um and for a long time i was afraid to show up as me like what if they don't like me what if they think so and so of me and really it's none of my business what people think of me and i learned that from my sponsor my sponsor would tell me that and i'm like yes it it's i t- i it's in, i need i want to know what people think of me and really it's none of my business um so i've really just learn to take life on life's terms. I get to show up as a good human, decent human being today. And I just, I'm so grateful. My life has changed so much over these last 14 years that I've been in FA. And if you would have told me 14 years ago, I'd still be here. I'd say, there's no way (laughs) I'm going to continue to do the same thing I did on day one. Um, But Life just keeps getting sweeter and sweeter. And I just trust that my higher power will guide me to show me what's next. When I was going through the process of trying to find a new job and I got rejected so many times and it hurt. I was like, these people don't want me. They don't know who I am. They don't know what they're missing. My sponsor would tell me the right job will come. Just trust in your higher power. The right job will come. And I truly believe rejection is God's protection. There's a reason why I did not get those other jobs. It's because I'm supposed to be exactly where I'm at today. I was so afraid to leave my last job because I got a lot of perks with my last job. But you know what? Monetarily, it's not worth my sanity. It's just not. It's just not worth it. And I have a great work-life balance. I get to still be in recovery and, you know, work. Not my, I don't have to work myself to death. Um, I get to show up as myself authentically, like I said. And really, life is good. I have no complaints today. And even if I did, you know, it's like I could be that 300 pound person who just hated life. Every day I woke up, I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to wake up. I don't want to put on the size 24 clothes. I don't want to shove myself into my clothes. I don't want to show up. I just didn't want to show up for life. And today I get to show up for life and I get to love those around me. I get to love my family, my relationship with um my father has changed quite a bit. Um growing up he was never really around and now he is and he's actually going to be 75 next week. And we get to talk, I get to learn about him and where he comes from, he gets to tell me stories about my mom that I didn't learn because I never really, I never really got to learn, you know, know my mom as an adult, even though, you know, I, she passed away when I was in my thirties. I was still like, she's my mom. She's not real, like a real person. She's like my mom. (laughs) And I get to learn more about her. And, um, I'm grateful for the relationships that I have. And, um, like I said earlier with the 12 steps, I'm, I'm just starting a 12 step journey again, and I'm excited to see what pops up. I'm sure as they say in program, there's so many layers to peel back. Um, one of the things that I realized my last 12 step study was that I hold myself back. I'm afraid. So I just hold back. And I'm afraid of what if I succeed? I'm not afraid to fail. I can fail. That's, that's okay. But succeeding is scary to me. Like, ah, I don't know why it is. That's just something that I'm afraid of. And um, a big part of my story is not thinking that I'm enough. I don't think I'm enough. And a big part of that for me, especially with work stuff is that I didn't go to college. I didn't have a chance to. And my family it was like either you you go to work and that's it like that. I just went to work straight away. And um I always thought not having a formal education held me back. And that's not true. It's not true. I have a lot of life experience, a lot of experience in other things. I don't have a degree, but I have a degree in life. I can tell you that. <laughs> that's for sure. Um So I I really learned that I hold myself back and I don't hold myself in high regard. And I'm learning to love myself and to talk gently to myself because my brain will tell me you're not enough. Why did you say that? They're going to think this of you. And now I get to say I'm doing the best that I can every day and I'm changing that negative thoughts that come through um that are very prevalent. And I'm just, I'm so grateful that I can recognize it and I don't have to listen to it. When my disease says, well, you're not enough, so you should work three, four times as harder. And it's like, well, I am enough. And I deserve to be happy just like anybody else does. I deserve to show up as my authentic self just like anyone else does. And, um, and working those steps have really shown me things about myself that I didn't even know. It's like, huh, that's interesting. I didn't know I did that. Or when I'm in fear, I pick fights, especially with my husband. He's my easy, he's an easy target because he's the one that I've been with the longest and I love him, but I've learned to not pick fights. I've learned to just let him be. And I'm really, I'm sure he's very happy that I don't um, don't pick and prod at him like I used to. So, um, so I hope that I have shared what my experience has been like in FA, and I really want to convey how much this program has changed me, and how much I fought it. I fought it tooth and nail, but once I was able to just take suggestions, my life got easier. Like once I took my sponsor's suggestions, when I realized that she was not there to make my life miserable, that she was there to help me, it got so much easier. So once I got out of my own way, everything just really fell into place. So thank you so much for having me share my story. And um, with that, I'll end. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this audio recording. To hear additional recordings or to learn more about Food Addicts and Recovery Anonymous, you can visit our website, foodaddicts.org.